This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Hey, by the way, there's lots of football tonight. Champions League. Bayern was 3-0 up against Victoria Pleasant. Uh, for those who are betting there, I know you're probably interested in that game. Um, oh, I'm trying to get the score now. Okay, I'll give you the score. I just saw why and Teo come up on TV. It's still 3-0. Okay, still 3-0 to Bayern against Pleasant. But I just want to go back and see why and with the proud man. Uh, uh, coach there. Hopefully, he'll be given a few days. He's a big boy now, Abram Wayante. <laughs> put, put on a few pounds <laughs> there, didn't he? <laughs> it's nice there, Dwell AM. But Stiga, good evening. Thanks for joining us in studio tonight on SAFM. Good to have you and good to see you again. Yeah, good evening, Tibi. So, thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure chatting to you, man. Such a passionate person with all sports, not just football, yeah? Thanks, Stiga. Love you can come work. back Love tomorrow again. Love your work. Talking <laughs> about all sports, I saw you post a picture in the U.S., Playing golf with Tiger Woods, unbelievable. You just came back from the US. Yeah. How was it for you? You know, um, hey, social media, ne? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm an old guy, so you got to be careful with those things. You know, I like to be secretive, but anyway, um, what what I what I what I trip, um, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting a few icons. Mm-hmm. You know, people that uh, has impacted my life directly and indirectly. I'm an ardent golfer, mm-hmm. so I think it's. Um, it's fair to say that Tiger Woods is is one of the reasons why we see black people on the golf course. Mm, you know, mm. he's solely responsible for that. He's broken so many barriers, and just to just to be in his presence in a gala dinner, just to have a a, a few words uh, mm. with the the gentleman, with the goat, I say, and uh, just to be in his presence. You know, it's um, I describe it as as um, when I met um, Nelson Mandela. There's there's a presence really? in the air. There's a presence in the air. Especially um, um, when when meeting Tata Madiba, and uh, I've experienced that similar um, experience when when meeting Tiger. You know, it was brief, but it was it uh, um, it definitely impacted me. That is awesome, Stiga. So since you are a keen golfer, you know what the next question is, eh? Handicap. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, your I'm, handicap? I'm, I'm, uh, I don't embarrass myself. Um, oh, okay. I'm not where Jimmy Tao is, but um, I'm a ten handicap. You know, so it's okay. it's half decent. Yeah, okay. I get some good no. shots in here and there. Can still come down. Where's Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's like a five, a sure. single handicapper, you know. Sure. Yeah, and Mark Williams, Williams with his mouth is a, is a single <laughs> handicapper, but but he's up there with me. He's punching in my in my uh, weight category. Yeah. I thought he told us he no. plays off scratch the last nice. time. He man. talks a good game, man. <laughs> Mark Williams. No, great, great to have you here. But you also you were telling me you took the chance to go see Bradley Canal, your former teammate at his new club. How is he doing in the US? Yeah, it's, it's. I'm actually surprised when you say um, coaches abroad. <laughs> we don't speak about Bradley. Bradley yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he actually just won the Western Conference. You know, he's uh, he was the second assistant at the New York Red Bulls, mm-hmm. which is part of the Red Bull entity, which is Red Bull Leipzig, as well as Salzburg mm. um, Red Bull. So, um, yeah, so he's doing extremely well out there in the U.S. Um, and uh, he's now heading St. Louisville. Which is, um, I think, it's two hours away from New York. I think it's on the uh, the middle of the U.S. And um, they they currently build a multi-million dollar stadium when they for the new team for the new team, and they will be participating in the MLS as a new franchise from next year. But they're currently in the, in the lower divisions, and they just won the Western Conference. So it's um it's uh, it's great that he's part of a legacy that will be built. So then. How how far are we from the standards that they have in the US now that you've seen what they have at a new club that's not even in the MLS mm. yet that will only play next season? Wow, to be so to be honest, it's um, yo, it's miles. They they are actually miles ahead. You know, um, in terms of 
just the science of football. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the the uh, I think it's cryotherapy chambers. Mm-hmm. After you've played a match in South Africa, what we we'll do is we jump in the ice bath, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which yes. is effective. I've seen that. It's also yeah, funny no, it's also it's extremely it. effective. Yeah. But now there's chambers where the entire body gets a chance to recover um, within within 24 hours. You know, so there's chambers like that. And um, the the science of of the analytics, um, the the analysts out there, um, you know, like when when we talk about video uh, analysis, teams will will come in on a Monday and a Tuesday, and there'll be different clips. Mm. What Bradley them do there is, whilst watching a game, all you'll do is as an assistant coach, you'll tell his assistant coach, take that, take that, take that. When you mm. come into the the, the halftime break, it's not about on a chart or a board. They literally go to the clips. And they can correct uh, the players uh, mm. by visually seeing it. Just what you've been playing, what you've been mm. doing. This is the corner you never picked this. So it's it's at that depth and that level, you know. So uh, yeah, it's it, we build up worlds apart. Unbelievable. And and then, how far do you think we are when it comes to the standard of football? You know, if I if I draw Or the talent, comparison, like they say, if talent. I draw the comparison to the MLS, um, I don't think we're way off. Really? I think that uh, the game is played at a, a, um, a high pace because I went to watch New York Red Bulls uh, versus New York City, which mm-hmm. is a derby. Mm-hmm. I think maybe because it's a derby, it was a little bit scrappy. They don't retain possession as much as as I thought they would have. Uh, but the quality of the players is is certainly up there. But um, I think we're not too far off in that regard. But I think in terms of the all round professionalism, mm. I think uh, um, there's there's so much for us to to be catching up on. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we're speaking to Stanton Fredericks. Needs no introduction to the football people, but for those who don't know, he played for Paris and Chiefs, played in Greece, played in Russia, played in Switzerland, and is also an ambassador for the Engine Knockout Challenge and the Champ of Champs. And we want to pick his brain also just about the standard and quality of youth football. Having he, he's been around the country for years uh, watching this tournament, so you can send us your voice note: oh six one four one oh four one oh seven oh six one four one oh four one oh seven. Any questions that you might have uh, for Stiga? Uh, Please uh, get in touch with us or call us 086-000-2032. Please don't remind us about the scores. We've already given the score for today's game. It's Kukune 2, Pirates nil. We all know that, so we can move on right now. <laughs> But let's talk then about, I mentioned you the ambassador for the Engine Knockout Challenge and Champ of Champs. You've been around the country, Stiga. How does the talent differ from province to province? Yeah, you know, um, firstly, just being part of this engine is, is close to my heart because um, you get to... I get to relive where where I come from. You know, <laughs> yeah. there wasn't as much tournaments or much um, opportunities to be scouted as there is now. So just to to have a a first hand into watching these games is just such a learning experience because you travel from KZN to Cape Town to Johannesburg, and little do we know as football people that there's a different culture of football played in the different areas. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the Western Cape and the Cape Town is it's always a a, a very direct game. Mm-hmm. It's very physical. And then you go to KZN. It's Cop and Donner. Oh, it's, cop, it's, it's not Cop and Donner. It's <laughs> physical. Okay. It's direct. Okay. It's down the wings. Um, yeah. Get it in the box as quick as possible. Hit the front man. Um, uh, you know, your so your passing is, is harder. We call it the English pass. It's a mm. harder pass. There's the weather conditions that they're conducive mm. to. And you, you go to KZN and you always get the individual abilities, the Skarango Basis the, mm. and companies, you know. So there's a lot of flair there. And in Johannesburg, there's a bit of a mix. Mm-hmm. There's the flair, there's the directness, but then you don't get the physical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I just feel in Johannesburg, I'm from Joburg. I'm, yeah. I'm not a physical player. 
Uh, I joined WITS. I learned how to get physical, you know, so it's not in our DNA in, in Gauteng, in Johannesburg. Um, Polokwane and further up to very similar to, to, to Johannesburg, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the different makeups and that's what makes South Africa so special and that is why we've seen so much um, success early on with the national teams mm-hmm. because it was, you have your Eric Tinkler and Nick, Linda Butales is in the middle of the park. They they give you the bite. Mm-hmm. You have Lucas Radebe, you have uh, Neil Tovey. Mm-hmm. Up front, you have the Sean Bartlett's, the mm-hmm. Mark Williams's, um, the... Film my singers, mm. then then the creative juices and comes in with Tactical Marlow and shoes. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and not to dispel the David Inyatis and the Zen yeah. Musas. So there's an abundance of ability, different types of ability which which comes together and I think uh, that's where we, we, we lose it. We don't know how to put that puzzle back together again. Okay, so it can come together with the different styles. I mean, you've just given a great example of the team of 96 also. Mm-hmm. It can come together. It's not a bad thing that, that different styles are around the country. Not, not at all. It's, it's, it's part of our strength as, as, as a footballing nation. You were telling me the other day that back in your days, you guys used to play provinces against, against each other. So it, it, it was so simplified. <laughs> it was simplified to be so. And I'm not too sure if anybody from Safa is listening. Mm-hmm. Please explain me this. There was 24 Safa provinces. Mm-hmm. You'll come together. Now, in a province, uh, you'll have five or six districts. So I'm from Johannesburg, Nuclear Westbury. I represent a district. There's six districts around us. We then have a pick team, and we come together with a um, provincial team is chosen. Now mm-hmm. you come up against the white teams, which was back in the day, Wits mm-hmm. and um, uh, the Portuguese uh, mm-hmm. sides. and you know. So, so then you represent Southern Transvaal. Oh, okay. Then there's Northern Transvaal and Western Province and Northwest. And, you know, so you bring in, you're throwing the net wide and mm. you come together and you have a tournament and a, a national team is selected. That doesn't happen anymore because there's 52 Safa provinces. Mm. So what happens is national teams just go to, uh, which is called academies. And I say yeah. academies in inverted commas yeah. because we don't have academies. You call yourself an academy when you house kids and you feed them and you give them education and you become mm. a football. Not when they pay to be no, there. No, 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 not at all. So anyway, so mm. now you just choose from the academies and they make up your national team. Mm. So it's not a proper representation of what the talent is here. We wouldn't have found Abraham and Teo because mm. he comes from Celtic, the I Ace Gulwas. Uh, we wouldn't have found the Daniel Matsaus, which comes from yeah, uh, uh, Polokwane. Yes. Uh, you know, so, so that is what I'm saying is let's get the structure right again. But anyway, that's a story for another day. So, so if you were, there was, you said Southern Transvaal and Northern Transvaal. Yes. And then from there, they would pick a Transvaal team. Uh, no, no. Or you would Northerns play against is each Northerns, other. Southerns is Southerns. Oh, Western Province will come here with your Benny McCarthy's, your... Shaim uh, Bob's. Shaim Bob's, <laughs> your Matthew Boots, <laughs> your... Uh, all, all these players, yeah. Okay, nice one. We're speaking to Stanton Fredericks, talking about uh, youth of football and just where we are and the standard and all of that is already given us the different styles for different provinces. What I've seen being in Cape Town, though, is that technically they're mm. very good, eh? Yeah. Like... If they pass you the ball, they will trap the ball and it will stay there. You see that they can head the ball that proper. That word eh? you use technically. Yeah. We think technical is skillful. It is not skill. Uh-huh. Skill is uh, hitting a tamaya. Yeah, that's uh, flair. Show me your number. Yeah. That is what you need when you go to Europe. That technical ability, that first touch to open your body and and get the ball out of your feet. Mm. That is the, wh- what you just mentioned there to be. Okay, yeah. and and. What have you made of the girls' football? Uh, um, I, I've watched it. I was even watching some games today, by the way, and I think it's just progressed beautifully over the years. What have you made of the standard of, of, of girls' football? 
Yeah, it's just amazing what's happening in women's football because um, I think it is uh, two World Cups ago when Banyana Banyana qualified mm-hmm. without the presence of a national league. league yeah. Can you believe? And they went to France. And they yeah. done so well, and they and they really represented the African continent with a plum. We now have progressed, and we can see it in the national team. Mm. We now won the Nations Cup fifth mm. time, sixth time, lucky. Mm. Um, what I love about that is that there's a bit of consistency. Desiree was part of, I think it's Vera Pau. Mm-hmm. She yes, learned yes, from yes, Vera Pau. Yes, yes. Vera Pau has installed a few disciplines and experience. We now handed the bat over to a South African coach. Mm. I know um, Sibibet Ludlu is mm. under 20s for a while now. And took the Kosafak So the consistency that we have in the national team is paying, is bearing fruits. And, and that is why we're seeing the, the game growing. I'm just so excited. And um, even in this current uh, engine yeah. ladies tournament, we're seeing so much improvement in the ladies football and uh, uh, just a, an exciting space for South African football. And there are so many stars. I took pictures with them today uh, yeah. because that's become my favorite thing now, women's football. I mean, there's a team called Sunflower, by the way. They are in the semifinals against Cape Town Roses. Sunflower, uh, Asanda Hadebe, she played against Brazil. She was called up by Coach Desiree. I think she's, nine, she's 18 or 19, still in school there. She could have gone to London. The coach told us on the show last week to play Australia, but he, she wanted her to focus on her schoolwork, which is very important. And then they're playing Cape Town Roses in the semis. Cape Town Roses have Litemba Samsam who's got goals in the Kosafa mm. Cup there. What a player. And then there's UJ, coached by Coach Dunga, who played for Banyana Banyana. Um, they've got Shamase, the Shamase twins with them. They're also playing Richmond United from the Northern Cape. Richmond has Ntabiseng Majia. They've got Michelle Samson also. They've got Kanalelo Taiwa also, the youngster we once spoke to her on this show. They call her Messi, Jesse number 10. And there's just so much national talent in, in these teams and in women's football. It's incredible. City Lets from PE, Kabecha also here. They've got Sinazo, also another fantastic player. And it's so beautiful to see. And the fact that we can recognize them these days. How much do you think of the Wafcon success is also rubbing off now that there's interest and maybe it can inspire also other girls to take up the sport so to take it seriously so i can i can share this with you because in my daughter's bedroom is a signed um poster of uh Temi oh at, really at, at atletico madrid so uh julia stewart went over there and and spent some time yes, with her so. and then she sent it to me and i gave it to my daughter so my daughter oh, started wonderful. playing football as well i didn't want it it just landed and i tell you what it's uh the fact that we have players playing abroad now mm. uh, you know it's just um you know if you don't have mentors Mm. what do you aim for Mm. you know you have the right mentors we had we had the school of 96 you know so that was my mentor to say okay i want to be like shoes i want to be like sean bartle i want to be like this person playing in abroad so we have the mentors we have a sport that's growing so i just think it's just massive what's happening in women's football okay before i go to the voice notes i'm coming to them shortly it's not every day we get to speak to stiga um how's the difference stiga between maybe the clubs the youth clubs and maybe some of these little known of some of the high schools and the little known academies because in this tournament that we're talking about now kaiser chiefs are in the same as they've got a strong team the likes of duba are there we've seen duba in mdc scoring a lot of goals even in this yeah. tournament i think he had five goals in the first game uh, obrigado is also there uh, they're playing a, a, um louis porter from the free state not, not much is known about louis porter and then there's a team from kzn called midlands academy from kzn they playing against cape town city cape town city of the likes of kaka they've got coach byron and coach uh, mark mayambela on the bench there and it's two established psl mm. sides um youth teams against two little known academies what do you make how's the gap is it closing yeah. i don't think it's um 
it's too close. I think you can you can immediately see the difference. Ah. Uh, you can see the, the the structure of the team, um, but you're always going to find individual brilliance in in the lesser teams, in the smaller teams. They'll mm-hmm. have one or two players that that stand out. You know, so for me, um, what that what that um, illuminates is the type of coaching you're getting. The, uh. That that's where it's at. You know, often in the Kasi you get a coach that's passionate, that loves the game, but he's not learned as a coach. You know, even if you were an ex-player, it doesn't mean you're a good coach. You might understand the fundamentals. Yes, you'll be able to give back. But what about um, the guy in in the Kasi that's passionate, that loves the game, that devotes his time for free to nurture these boys, but he needs to be able to give them the right information. He needs to understand formations. You know, and just to touch on to that, that is where we're going to change as a country. We need to coach the coaches. Mm-hmm. That is where it's going to change. That's interesting. And good to see some former players also on the bench. DVD Matevula on the bench with Kaiser Chiefs Juniors. You remember, uh, was it was it, was it it Bobby or, or Kaiser Junior who told us that he was back mm. at the club? I've mentioned Mark Mayambela also there on the bench. Okay, let's take some voice notes. We are speaking to Stanton Fredericks. Hi, hi. Hi, Tabiso. Good evening there to Stiga. Uh, Tabiso, I hear Stiga says the MLS is miles, miles ahead of us uh, when comparing to football. My question is one to Stiga. I always hear that we are in the top 10 best leagues in the world. Now, Stiga, can you me in the clear here if we are in the top 10 leagues in the world MLS is in number which number is uh, MLS in the world thanks I will listen on the radio good evening um, SAFM is Mandilake in deep salute you are reminding us the good times at Kaiser Chiefs uh, I always tell people my best two teams ever since I was wise enough to watch football is 2002, 2001, 2002, and uh, 2006, Skarango uh, Bese and, and the team. But the team of 2002, of Stanton Stika Federix, Patrick Mbuto, guys like Kubega, guy uh, like uh, Mabedi, we have guys like Serenzama as well. That team was wow, and Orlando Pirates had Abo. Uh, Abo Abo Steve Lekelea, Abo Benedict Zovilagazi, Abo Dugutugumakanya, there was no way we were not going to beat Brazil. Okay, keep them coming. 0614104107. We'll take a break and we'll let Stiga answer those two questions. This is SAFM Sport. Okay, let's get the one out of the way, Stiga, about top 10 league here. I mean, are we a top 10 league or why are we a top 10 league? Or where did it even come from? No, so I think that is financially. Uh, remember the PSL since, um, is it Trevor Phillips when the British Bulldog? Oh, yes, the British Bulldog. He, he really came in and uh, um, put systems into place for the PSL. And you've got to give it to them because financially in terms of uh, the broadcasting deals, how to set it up sponsorship deals how do you sell off your advert, uh, advertising and stuff like that so i think because of that remember uh, the psl is now a billion rand entity mm. since the new broadcasting mm. deal mm. you know just from so that deal just from that deal so how it is run um 
in terms of the broadcasting, in terms of the fixtures, in terms of everything, I think that is where we are rated as one of the top 10 leagues in the mm. world. Okay. Because um, contrary to popular belief, we just assume that the Greek league is better than South Africa. But mm -hmm. it's not. I played there. Ah. We assume that the Russian league is run better than the PSL. It is not. You know, yes, you have your La Ligas, your English mm. Prims. Um, I think the the, 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 the Dutch league is, is, is up there. So it's not a surprise that South Africa is in the top 10. But I think that is judged as a business, as an yeah. entity. I think in terms of the level of football, we just need to look at the national team's ranking and then we take it from there. Okay, that's a good, that, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. I've always also thought that it, it was about revenue. And then somebody says, was reminded of this team of Stiga, Skara, Jabupule, Mbutu, Nzama, Petrik, Mabedi. What made that team so good that the fans can still identify with that team even mm. now? Yeah, we won trophies. I think that's the big difference, you know. To be so, oh, I played okay. for Kaiser Chiefs for three years. I think I won about nine trophies, right? And three years is not a long time. I moved on and I played in Europe. And until mm. today, um, wh when you identify me, you identify me as a, a, a Kaiser Chiefs player, you know. Yeah. And I think for players out there, now I, I don't want to be that ex-professional that's always speaking of in my time. Mm. Well, this is what we used to do. This is how we used to do it. Mm. But I can't not let people understand or, or current players understand that, guys, you have an opportunity to to cement your name in the history books when you play for the big teams. Mm. And I say, this is Kaiser Chiefs, Orlando Pirates. <coughs> Mamelodi Sundowns is getting there because I think in 25 years' time, uh, people follow winners. And in 25 years' time, the youngsters will be 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Or, or, or let's say 30 years old mm. and and i think the the supporting is just going to grow from stand to stand but kaiser chiefs and Orlando pirates if you win trophies for 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 those two teams 80 percent of south africa is black 80 mm. percent of us blacks watch football so 80 percent of 50 million people will know you they've cheered for you or against you you know so you have an opportunity to cement your name forever and and that can last you forever Mm. As it is lasting, like I, I I get, I get to be on SuperSport because I played at the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So mm, that's mm. that's what I try to get through to the players when I do have an opportunity. Because I don't want to be that guy to say this is what we used to do. Times have changed, things will change, but you need to win, my friend. That's quite interesting because because I can attest to that because I've I've told the story before. Like Malaiti has. Has, has never seen Pirates win anything until the M10-8 recently. Yeah. And when you tell him that this was a big team, this team won trophies, he can identify with that. And I've been trying to drag him back from going to Sundowns because <laughs> he sees Sundowns winning. He People sees Sundowns winning. Winners. And it's unbelievable. And we've had that conversation before and there's so many of these, these young ones now that are really attracted to Sundowns yeah. and they don't believe that the Chiefs and the Pirates are big teams because they don't see them winning anything. It's, it's, it's really crazy. Okay, I want to go back to the voice note, but you spoke about you playing in Europe and there was a discussion yesterday at the at the tournament at the Engine Champ of Champs. I was just listening. Snesi Pomali and Coach Masbu from Cape Town with Cape Town Spares is also here uh, doing some good work there also under the, the, the guidance of Coach Duncan Crowey. I've seen his team play. And they were they were they were debating about physique. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on, on, on physique? Because some say we are too small and it's not gonna work in Europe, while some say it's perfectly fine. I think the example they made was Iniesta. Um, others think our boys need to bulk up. Where do you stand in that debate? You know, it's something that I changed initially whilst playing. I was never somebody that wanted to gym. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but strength is is a second to none. You need to be strong. You cannot just fall off. But strong doesn't mean you need muscles. Um, so we don't need to look at Iniesta. We just need to look at Steven Pinar. Steven oh, Pinar okay. is smaller than what I am. You know, I don't think he's much bigger and much stronger than what I am. But Steven protects mm. the ball like nobody else. He's the most economical player that it South Africa has ever seen. When I say economical, he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't give the ball away. He doesn't get knocked off the ball. And he played at the English Premiership. So for me, where I stand on strength, I've changed after playing. I understand that you need to be strong. Okay. There's a technique on protecting the ball. You know. So it is. It is a. Um, it's a requirement if you're going to see yourself play in 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 Europe. Okay, that's it from somebody who's played in Europe and who's lasted in Europe, by the way, because some of our players come back too quickly for, from Europe for our liking. But let's go back to the voice notes. To Stanton Fredericks, my brother, it's so good to hear you talk about the old um, system. It was brutal, but it was efficient. Um, I'm like 65 now, but I, oh man, my dad actually coached Bloomfield Celtics and um, Highlands Park in the late 60s and also flirted with the Land of Pirates a bit. But um, that Southern Transvaal, Northern Transvaal, Western Cape, that system actually worked. Um, I remember making under 16 Southern Transvaal trials and actually getting into the team. It was a thrill, like you can't believe. So interesting. I don't miss apartheid at all, but I miss that uh, that uh, unique um, football organizing ability. Yeah, we used to get whipped by township teams. Oh, because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, Freddie Kalk and that lot. Cheers, brother. I wanted to ask uh, a sticker that why our players are no longer playing overseas. Is it agent players or the what? Because it seems as we we no longer competing like years back, the time when you were still playing. I, I'm calling from Centurion. I'm William. Uh, evening, Teviso. Evening, uh, Tostika. Yeah, the the academy is speaking about the about uh, Louis Water here in First State. It's actually in Bloemfontein. It's a school, it's a high school. Yeah, it was once also adopted uh, by Bloemfontein Celtics. Yes, so just wanted to make uh, maybe a clear about uh, uh, what Louis Bota is. Thank you. It's a high school here in Bloemfontein. Okay, thanks for that. Yes, I actually do know. I must have said academy, but I do know it's a high school because Maduna, um, who was also with Bloemfontein Celtic, is also here and is accompanying the team. And he actually told us about this high school. And they've done very well. You guys must be proud of them. The fact that they are in the last four of a tournament that has big guns like Chiefs, um, like Cape Town City, like Chipper United. Also, those are some of the teams that are here. And Louis Porter, the high school, are there up against Kaiser Chiefs. So well done uh, to Louis Porter there. Sticker, maybe let's answer the one. By the way, I'm also fascinated by that Southern Transvaal, Northern Transvaal <laughs> system. I really yeah, like it's, 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 it. It was brilliant. I think it was brilliant. And I can't understand why when we have a national team like under 17 and under 20, you get seven players from one academy yeah. when there's so much talent around the country. But there was a question about why are our players no longer going abroad, Stiga? What you do know, you think that is? And I need to be fair, fair with this because it depends on the individual. But for me, I think the, the numbers that's, that's been able to attain playing locally why would you want to move abroad? Money. 
money okay you know so if and and yes times have changed i needed to go abroad to make some money but it was never about the money it was it was about playing at the highest level possible for mm-hmm. me and money is 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 a contributing factor second and third in the line you know if you're playing some if you're passionate and you love the game you're never going to play for money you know but the world <laughs> revolves around money and i think most of the decisions is if if you 24 25 years old and you get an offer to play for Kaiser Chiefs and you get 6 million rand a season which i i think the the public doesn't understand that mm-hmm. today's players get about 5 million 6 million rand uh, uh, per annum yeah at home at home <laughs> so why must i go to europe and earn s- starting salary 15000 euros right mm-hmm it's it's close to what you're going to get monthly in south africa and south africa you might get a bit more so so that's that starts to be the thinking like i can maximize you because if you're playing in europe you living in europe as well so there's a double mm. expenditure and i'm speaking from experience so you're playing there you're living there and then you obviously have uh debt back at home mm. so in terms financially that is the decision the guys are making but for me it never has to be about money i made one one decision in my career for money mm. and it ended up being the wrong decision no sure. regrets learning curve yeah interesting there from stiga okay we just need to take a quick break we'll come back with more after this after this break this is safm sport with tabiso musia okay we're wrapping up our conversation with uh, Stanton Fredericks here but just on that note of Europe Stiga how much also is it, is it of it is mentally or are those two combined because some just come too quickly even when they go to Europe and guys like and you guys stayed and you played around no it's combined you know mm. um yeah i believe that um as south africans we spoilt because um and I, and i say it from from my perspective as well because the first time i went to play in Europe in Switzerland i was invited for trials and before you go for trials there's an insurance out on you because if you get hurt in the trial oh. <laughs> you know it's it's all of that and then then i end up playing with with um having a few african teammates uh from senegal from ghana from this one and the guys go there they crop up enough money to get a flight they don't have an invitation mm. they pop up at fourth division teams and they ask and they train and if you're good enough they sign you and you play in the league Uh, and they and they and they they're on the beach selling watches and juice just to to get by and oh. that is the hunger but you go in there as a footballer yeah you know so the rest of africa they are they they just hungrier than south africans to play at the highest level you know and uh, i witnessed this when i was there but i was a bit fortunate you know mm. i was soft i had to do well here and then i get an agent and the agent is is making contact with the team in europe it's obviously a bit easier now because um there's youtube you can upload your videos then you have to send or you mm, be invited you know but anyway all i'm saying is we are too soft as south africans we need to be hungrier to get abroad and that is the only time bafana bafana is going to get better when there's players playing abroad at a higher level not only did you play abroad but you played in russia <laughs> where we have had terrible <laughs> stories from what we've had about what happens or how people like us get treated in Russia but you stayed there how was your experience in Russia yeah i i think that that is when i became a man oh. a boy to a man because you in you thrown into the deep end not only is it weather conditions 
Uh, you come in there as a foreigner to take somebody's position and nobody's going to be happy. So you need to prove yourself on the field. You need to learn the language. If you don't learn the language, you don't make friends, you know. So um, it, it, it really asks a lot of you. And uh, if, if, if you say you were dreaming to do this, they say, be careful what you dream for. You just might get it. <laughs> it might come true. You just might get it, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't change it for the world. And um, what an experience. Okay. And then Fadl Davis is also there. He's going to Locomotive, right? Mm. Locomotive. That's the one with Bennett Mguni. Um, uh, Jacob Lechetto. Bennett Mguni, yes. But yeah. Jacob Lechetto first. Because when you come to yeah. Russia and they say, where are you from? You say, Yuzhna Afriki. They say, ah, Lechetto, Lechetto. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was a big player He's that time. He paved the way for us. Unbelievable. He paved the way for us. So what kind of a team is he getting himself into, Fadlu Davids? It's a massive team. It's a big team. If I can draw the comparison, it's a, either a Chiefs or a Pirates. Because in Russia, you get Spartak Moscow. Mm-hmm. You get Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, of recent, which I can compare to Sundowns, the CSK Moscow. Tsetska, mm-hmm. It's I've owned by Abramovich. It's owned by Abramovich. Mm. And then uh, they're rich on history. So you have your, your like your Swallows, uh, the team I played for, Tarpeda Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Lokomotiv, Dynamo Moscow... And Spartak Moscow are one of the biggest footballing teams I- in Russia in terms of, of history and, and trophies and stuff like that. So um, Fadlu Davids is, uh, has entered a massive space. Wonderful. And you also entered a massive space after your footballing days, getting into uh, analysis and into commentary and becoming a pundit. How has that journey been for you? How different is it on the other side? <laughs> I wish I could plan for it, you know. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget my first interview. Um, I went to, not interview, like when you're yeah. on the other side of the mic, I yes. was at ENCA. Oh, and, yes, uh, in the morning. As a, Yes, as a oh. footballer, you're just, you're just so used to the one-word answers. Yes, it's pressure. Mm. It's like generic. And then you really have to talk. And then, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. And mm. uh, as, as, as uh, anything in my life, you just uh, want to continue improving. Wonderful. And then somebody is asking, I mentioned earlier on, since you are part of the Olympic team that beat Brazil, what's the blue blueprint? Wow, it's um, it's the journey we worked we, we walked before that. It doesn't happen overnight. I mentioned it with Banyana. Mm-hmm. It's consistency. So before the under twenty three Olympics, we played in the under twenty World Cup. Oh, Not a lot of people know I that, see. you know. So it was it's a squad um, that retained itself, like seventy percent of it. Yes, there will be better players that come along. But I think Sheikh Mashaba walked this road from the age of 18 to the age of 24. Uh, there was preparation. Mm. We played against European teams. We played against African teams. You played against um, um, su- South American teams in your preparation. And then you go to the World Cup. You know, so for me, I think it was a, a brilliant bunch, a brilliant generation. And I say this cautiously, but confidently as well, because if we filtered into that national team, when we're supposed to have filtered into that national team, we could have done what the 96 uh, has done. We could have done, gone on to do even better. Um, and uh, I'm not just saying so. Uh, the quality was there. I mean, Benny McCarthy, Quentin yeah. Fortune, Seabongalam Vete, uh, the list goes on. I mean, the, the, the quality is, 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 is right there for you to understand. Okay, wonderful, Stiga. You're still quality even after your playing days. <laughs> always a pleasure talking to you. Your professional also always keeps on t- keeps time. We asked him to get here quarter to seven. He was quarter to seven. He was already here, uh, Stiga. You can tell people that paid, played in Europe. Eh? You remind me of Delron Barkley. Yeah, Delron Barkley. You say let's meet at ten. Ten is there. German. And 
That's exactly actually German that's exactly what he says. He yeah. says, you know, sometimes I think like a German. So thanks, Diga. We'll see you tomorrow if you're in an Aaron Jobek. He is an ambassador for the Engine Champ of Champs. It's semifinals. UJ up against Richmond United at nine in the ladies. Cape Town Roses and Sunflower from KZN. Richmond from Northern Cape. Then in the boys tournament at 10.30, Chiefs and Louis Porter, as well as Midlands Academy up against Cape Town City. That's it uh, from us. Thanks, Diga, for coming here. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Tabish. Are you, do you support La Masia? I have to, <laughs> from my hood. From Westbury? Yep. Nice. Okay, Lamasia, you've got a supporter here. Let me give you some scores quickly. In the other games, Stellenbosch 1, Maritzbeck 0 at the moment. Still 30 minutes um, in that game from what I, I can see here in front of me. Still goalless between Supersport and Royal AM. Cape Town City have scored against Golden Arrows, so they are up 1-0 after uh, 30 minutes there of that game and if you missed uh, Gal- Galaxy and Galans 0-0 and then if you missed earlier on Sukukune 2 Pirates 0